between us. By the cross you came and broke them down. You broke them down. There were chains around us. By your grace we are no longer bound. No longer bound. You called me out of the grave. You called me into the light. You called my name and then my heart came alive. Your love is greater. Your love is stronger. Your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Your love is greater. Your love is stronger. Your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Feel the darkness shaking. me into the light. You call my name and then my heart came alive. Your love is greater. Your love is stronger. Your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. Your love is greater. Your love is stronger. Your love awakens, awakens, awakens me. And what a love we found. Death can't hold us down.
Fire. 
God puts a service together, and again, the song that we just joined together in singing just goes hand in hand with my message, so without any further ado, I just want to read the two passages that uh, are the foundation for this message today, 
the first one from Mark 4, verses 37 through 40, a huge storm came up. Did you hear that in the song? (laughs) Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. The disciples roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we're going down? I remember years ago, I was, I was fishing with, with one of the church members down at Santee, and um, we're in his John boat down out of Pax Landing. When we went, it was a beautiful summer day, and we're catching fish, and all of a sudden, a storm blows in. And those of you who fish at Santee know how quickly that can happen. And so this storm blew in, and we're fishing, and I'm, I'm, Emma says when she goes to the doc, doctor, I was brave. And I was brave that day in the boat, uh, but it just got to a point where bravery was not making any sense to me. And so the guy I was fishing with, his name was Joe, and um, now the lightning is going parallel to the lake there at Pax Landing. Have you ever seen that? It's incredible. I mean, lightning strikes just going across the top of the lake. And I said, hey, Joe, (laughs) um, what's the chance that we would get struck by lightning? He said, Brother Ron, honestly, there's, it would be more likely that we would get hit by a truck on the way home. I said, let's take our chances. So the storm blew in, and they, the disciples, they can't believe it. Jesus is asleep in the stern of the boat. And they go wake him up and said, Is it nothing to you that we're about to go down to the bottom of the Sea of Galilee? Jesus, awake now, the writer says, told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea, Quiet, settle down. The wind ran out of breath. I like the way that's rendered. The wind ran out of breath. The sea became smooth as glass. What a wonderful God. Amen? And Jesus can speak to our storms the same way he spoke to that storm. I like a song that was written some years ago, one of the praise songs. It said, Lord, if if you're not going to quiet the storm, would you quiet your child? Because sometimes storms are serving a greater purpose than we understand. For one thing, when I'm in a storm, man, I go to my knees. You know, Lord, please help me with this. And God wants us to continually be in relationship with him. And sometimes a storm will bring us back to that intimacy with God that is so very important to who we are and what God is wanting to accomplish in our lives. But all of that being said, God is able to speak to whatever storm is happening in our experience. And then I read Isaiah. I'm I'm reading through Isaiah in my daily Bible readings now. And Isaiah put it this way. He received this word from the Lord. God said, tell my people this. Don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You're mine. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. Anybody say amen to that? He's with us. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it will will not be a dead end. So as I look at these passages, and I think about my life, and I think about your life, and I think about what real life is really like, it's like this. Sometimes we're just going through our day, and things seem to be 
clicking along and we seemed to be checking things off on our to-do list and, and we couldn't ask for, for better progress in the midst of our day. But then all of a sudden, as we're enjoying the progress, as we're enjoying the day, all of a sudden, a storm erupts. Disease. Disagreement. Death. Disappointment. In a flash. One minute, just leisurely moving through your day. The next, you're doing everything you can just to stay afloat. You ever been there? And God says, don't be afraid. I still get afraid sometimes, do you? And the Lord understands that. And I don't think we ought to feel guilty about those fears that, that rise up in us. Because he understands that we're going to have fearful moments. And when he says don't be afraid, it's not like if you get afraid, then you're just way out of his will. What he's saying is in the midst of your fear, call yourself back to the hope that you have because I'm going to reach into your life. In other words, you're not alone. Don't be fearful as those who have no hope. Don't be fearful as those who have no opportunity to move beyond this stormy moment. I've redeemed you. In other words, God has called us to himself, and he's called us by name. And I, get nev I never get tired of, of saying it or thinking it or praising the Lord for it. The fact that we are here today and we care anything at all about God is because God has reached into our lives and has made himself known in our experience. We didn't find him, he found us. Oh, how we need to take hold of that. And I know I say it over and over and over again. But sometimes we act like we, we have gained the spiritual ground that we're occupying by our own prowess. That somehow we prayed the right prayer or read the right scripture or did the right thing or said the right words and so here we are in this moment. But the truth is, in spite of the things that we've done, in spite of the things we've said, in spite of the things we've, we've thought, it is God who has reached into our lives and is bringing us from, from experience to experience of his presence in our lives. He knows us. He knows us completely. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He's with us. He's with us in ways that I can understand and you can understand at times, but he is with us in those times when we think we're all by ourselves. He never leaves. He never stops pouring out his grace in our behalf. And when they woke Jesus up in the boat that night, he said to them in one of the versions we read, Oh, you of little faith, did you really think this storm would overwhelm you? Why, why would he ask them that? Why, why would he correct them that way? Because if you go all the way back to the initiation or the, the beginning moment of, of that journey across the Sea of Galilee, what did he say? We're going to the other side. We're going to the other side. And, and they could believe that because in that moment there, there was no storm. When, when life is easy, it's easy to believe in the promises of God. But when life becomes difficult, it's hard for us to see the promise in the midst of the turmoil. God knows that about us. 
But Jesus was using this as an opportunity for them to realize that when God purposes something, it will be fulfilled. Why, he said to them, do you, he asked them, do you have such little faith? I told you. We're going to the other side. And if God says we're going to the other side, there's no storm that can keep us from the end of that voyage. No storm. Somehow God reaches in when there seems to be no way and he makes a way. And sometimes he makes a way and it happens pretty quickly and boy, we, we have a praise service, you know. We pray, God answers, and he answers quickly and we're like, wow, God is amazing. But then another time a storm blows in and we pray 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 and it seems like Nothing is happening, and we wonder, are you even there, God? Do you hear me? Do you understand how much I am up against the wall at this moment in my life? And I'll, I'll tell you this. There are some of us here this morning who have been praying prayers that we have yet to see the answer that we were hoping for when we first started praying that prayer. Are, are you with me? Anybody there? But even when it seems that the storm rages on, God is still in control. And God is still working. And God is still keeping the promise that all things will work together for good in the lives of those who are committed to him and his love for us. And so the only thing I know to say in the face of those storms that continue to just stir our lives, keep believing, keep trusting, keep praying. One day, even if it's in that eternal day, that prayer will be answered. And so the scripture says when we get to the other side, we will see what we have not been able to see down here. The scripture says when Jesus comes, we will see him just as he is, and we will be like him. In other words, every need will be perfectly answered in our lives. And some of the prayers we are praying are waiting for eternity to be answered. And that, that's the truth. That's the reality. But we need to remember in the midst of the storms of life, when life gets tough, as we're looking for God, we need to remember that he says, don't be afraid, I have redeemed you, I've called your name, you're mine. And what I have purposed for you will be fulfilled because I'll be there with you. When the waters are rough, you'll not go down ultimately. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it will not be a dead end one day. One day, all of our prayers will be answered. And many of those prayers are answered even on this side of eternity's curtain. Another word in Isaiah that fits our message this morning. Isaiah 35.10, those the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing, everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. 
And that particular prophecy had a couple of fulfillments contained within it. One was that day when there would be a number of the Israelites who would return to Jerusalem and would come back to the city of God. And they would enter the city of God known as Zion with singing because God had seen them through the the difficult captivity that had become a reality in their experience. But it also has another, another fulfillment. There is a heavenly Zion awaiting our entry. And one day we will enter that heavenly city with singing and with everlasting joy and with crowns on our heads because what God has purposed for us will be fulfilled. When days become stormy, I need need to keep my eyes, we need to keep our eyes on that distant horizon where every need will be perfectly fulfilled. I forget sometimes that heaven waits for me. And on those days that I forget that heaven waits for me, I get discouraged sometimes with the storms of life. But then the Lord brings me back to the awareness that this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. There's a glory that waits for us far beyond this earth. That's home. That's home for us. This is not home. We're just pilgrims. We're just transitioning through this this land that we call our home, our homes over yonder in a land that's fairer than day. And when we get there, every need will be perfectly answered, and we will wonder in that day, why did I ever doubt? Well, Joe went back to the landing in the midst of that lightning storm, Loaded the boat up in the rain. We got in his truck and we drove home and we didn't get hit by a truck, obviously. And that storm is a distant memory now. Hugo, what, 30 years ago, over 30 years ago? A distant memory. Another storm headed for the coast of Florida, probably impact us this next week. Storms come and go. And as long as we're in this life, there'll just be storms over and over and over again. But when a storm has run its course and is just a part of our history, there is still God. He's with us. He knows you. And I don't know what you brought with you this morning. I don't know what may be stirring in your heart this morning. But as the old spiritual says, all God's children got problems. I just want to encourage you to turn your eyes toward heaven. Um. Wake Jesus up. Say, Lord, do you see what's going on? And let him speak to your soul the peace that he spoke that night that made all the difference for the disciples. 
Would you bow? If you got a storm and you just want to see Jesus in the midst of your storm, would you just slip your hand up? Take it right back down. Yeah. Bless you. Lord, you see us. You see all the brothers and sisters here this morning who have lifted a hand, who are going through a stormy time. Lord, I pray that you would help us to see your face, that you would help us to hear your voice, that you would help us to know that you're in control, that you've redeemed us, that you have a plan for us that will not, will not allow us to come to a dead end of destruction. Lord, however it is that you reach into our lives through the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit, I pray for that right now. It's, it's not enough, Lord, just to come here and talk about this. We need you in spiritual presence to make yourself known in our experience. We need, we need to know that you're awake in this boat that is being tossed by the realities of, of life. We need you, Lord. We cry out to you, Lord. And however you do it, help us to know how real your presence with us is in this moment. I pray for everyone who lifted a hand. I pray for everyone who is watching at home who knows that they were supposed to tune into this service today. God, I pray for miraculous things because of your redeeming love for us. And it's in Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. Yeah. Uh-huh.
Oh, good. 